Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then we need somebody to look up to for who working hard and that shit paying off and they stand down, bang, you yeah. know, keeping faith, whatever, whatever. Definitely look to Ed, man. So, yeah, never give up on yourself, bro. A lot of us, you know, look up to you from a distance or up close, you know, for our own inspirations and keep us motivated. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, I'm based out in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and um, I do a lot of modeling. So I'm signed with a couple of agencies in the Twin Cities and do a lot of TV commercial modeling, which is like my creative side. I absolutely love it. And yeah. I also tra- have been recently traveling a little bit more for okay. some gigs. But full time, I work as a diversity and well-being specialist for a nonprofit organization. And um it's a smaller organization, but I've been there for about six years and have started in the call center, worked my way up into the HR department, and have okay. been there for the past four years. And then on the side, I also do a lot of like well-being advocacy because it's just it, it's so meaningful for me. And I feel like a lot of people can benefit from just extra voices and encouragement in their well-being journey. Right, right, right. No, no, that's that's what's up. And that's what, you know, I was doing some research. Um, when I saw well-being and diversity, I assumed that you work in HR because I work in HR mm-hmm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I assumed you work in HR. So um, something you just mentioned that stuck out to me, you know, you said you started in the call center and worked your way up. Kind of talk about that, that journey. Yes, yes. So when I graduated college, um, I went to Concordia University in St. Paul, and I graduated um, with my bachelor's in communication studies. So I feel like that's why I talk so much now. It's just, it's <laughs> a passion of mine. Yeah. Um, and I actually started in retail, a manager at Hollister at the Mall of America, which was so crazy. And I learned a lot, but it was through that job where like, I really found a knack for connecting with people. Okay. And so at the time I ended up getting um, a job at the call center. Uh, the company is called ECMC group. And um you know, just started with the the organization helps students with their federal student loans and uh, does a lot of financial services, philanthropy and everything. And I was in that role for about like a year and a half, uh, helping students on the phone, getting their federal student loans back on track and everything. And um, Throughout that role, I decided that I wanted to get my master's degree, and I ended up getting it in human resources um, in 2018. Okay. So it, it's just, I don't know, it's like God really be coming through at the right time, <laughs> just because, like, right, right when I, like, got that degree, a opening um, happened to be, happened to come up in the organization, and so I got moved up into the HR operations department. Okay. Was in there for about a year and a half, and then got promoted to the job that I'm in now for the past couple of years. Okay, that's what's mm-hmm. up. It's crazy we got a lot of common. I got my master's in HR too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and, but it, but you know what? That's one thing I do like. Um, I'm just saying, just from from your brand, it's like you know you're doing well being, you're doing diversity, you're doing modeling. But you know, like everyone might not know. Oh, she works in corporate. Oh, you know, this isn't just mm-hmm. a thing. That, doing you know through her own you know pace but it's part of your nine to five as well um so that's you know one thing i i noticed just doing research is that you know you talk about well-being diversity um we know right now everyone's talking about well-being and diversity um especially you know post the george floyd situation so just kind of dive into that a little bit more you know just want to you know i think for me asking the question for you personally 
uh, what does well-being and diversity mean to you? Because I know every company and everybody has different definitions or different rollouts that they do to, you know, say, hey, we're exemplifying diversity and well-being. But from Larissa's standpoint, what does diversity and well-being mean to you? Yeah, I think the one thing that stands out to me is well-being and diversity just means how do you be your authentic self? Yeah. I think that there's so many things where we're comparing to people where you know, scared to really go into our calling because we're trying to follow the path of the other people around us, whether that's your family members, your friends, or celebrities, if you look up to them. And so I think it's really how do you lean into your authentic voice, own it, and then be confident in that um, this is who I am. (laughs) This is who I am. I'm going to show up in this way. I'm going to be unapologetic about who I am, whether that's um, Black, Latinx, like I enjoy, I don't know, like rock music, just like, yeah. who just are you? as a, right. Exactly. Like, who are you as a person? And how do you own up to that? And, and being grounded in that, how do you show up in spaces? Mm-hmm. Um, and just being who you are, owning yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. And, and you know, it's key that, that you said that because I think a lot of companies, you know, they have this plan of, hey, we're going to do diversity well-being and like it's going to be an overnight fix. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're going against, you know, uh, uh, years of where corporate culture may not have been this acceptance to all the different cultures. You're going against years of systematic racism, you know, uh, biases, all those type of things. So um, it's because I work in HR and like, you know, I'm sure you experience, you know, it's times when you're in the room, you're the only black person. It's times yeah. in the room, you may be the only woman, you know, only black woman, whatever the case is. And you know, you, you before you get these jobs, they're like, yeah, we're so diverse and we're so this. And you get like, <laughs> Where everybody at? <laughs> right, right. So. No, I, I totally resonate with that. Um, when I got in the HR department, I was the only Black woman and the youngest. So yeah. it's like, it felt really isolating at first. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is weird. But then like over time, I'm like, actually, I can use this as a strength to help yeah, educate definitely. people about... Yeah black culture or um just really helping people to i don't know even have boundaries like no that's not okay you know and i think we we want to do our own thing so much where we forget that in the corporate world you can really make a, a big difference and because there are other people in the organization that need that (laughs) they need people to advocate for them and feel comfortable you know, coming up to a leader in, in this space. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, now I want to transition to something um, I was reading, you know, through your website and it says, you know, help you design the best version of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. For those who, you know, don't know Larissa, I mean, you know, you go to a YouTube channel, you know, you're talking about uh, health tips, self-confidence, all those different type of things. So, um, you know, when you talk about helping someone design their best best self, you know, like, what does that look like to you? Like, if someone's coming to you and saying, like, hey, I need some help um, and working out, or, hey, I'm an aspiring model, or, hey, I want to get into uh, corporate, but I just don't even know which way to go. So, you know, mm-hmm. you help people design their best self, you know, I would say, I know it's a, a broad question, but, like, what are three things that come to mind when you say, you know, this, these are the three things that I would start with helping someone kind of get on track to what they want to do? Yeah, I think the first is, meeting them where they're at. I feel like we're all at different places in our lives. And sometimes people can get overwhelmed with, oh, I I have so much to do. And I have so much that I want to do. 
but not everyone is there. So it's like, how do we take baby steps to, yeah. to getting you where you're at? And it really starts with meeting you where you're at. Um, I think the second thing is really getting down to the core of like, who are you and what do you want to represent? Mm-hmm. So like, what's your brand? Um, not really just what you want to do, but who you are. Who are you as a person? How do you define that? And how does that show up across all of your relationships and you know, in, in work too. Yeah. yeah. Um, number three, what would I say? Number three is, I would say like consistency. Mm-hmm. So like we can go through all that stuff, but like, how do you incorporate that in your life? And how do you stay consistent with your voice? Right. Um, I That's think key. sometimes, yeah, like, yeah, I could have all the tools in the world and I could apply them, but what what do those days look like when I'm not believing in myself or when I don't feel like I have confidence? Like, how yeah. do you still stay consistent with wellness practices, whether that's yeah. journaling or God or working yeah. out, even when you're down? Because at the end of the day, those are the times where we really <laughs> learn the most about ourselves through those challenges. So the adversity, the consistency and how you show up for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. Like, you know, you got to have some type of foundation because even myself, like working out is like just my solution just for everything. Like, I mean, this morning, like went to work out, did five miles. It's like, that's my time to think, mm-hmm. uh, go on Amazon, you know, do some notes, get ready <laughs> for a podcast, whatever. But, you know, when I do get those tough days, um, you know, if it's not working out for me, my foundation is church. It's like, I feel like it's always, a message at the right time that's relating to what you're going through. So, you know, you got to have something to kind of guide you with that. Um, another thing that stuck out, you know, just thinking about, you know, design yourself, thinking about well-being, diversity. The listeners and my friends who will watch this, they'll laugh because everyone knows, like, I love Miami. I love Fort Lauderdale. I love Florida. <laughs> so I saw something about the solo trip to Miami. Um, and I know for you to, to, to blog about it, it had to be something, you know, interesting. So just share that experience with the listeners because people think I'm crazy. <laughs> why do you love Florida? Why do you want to live there? Why do you want to? And I'm telling them, like, that's just when I'm there, I'm just at peace. Like, I'm literally at peace. And I'm a family guy. But when I'm there, I'm at peace. That's what once I go get in this plane in a couple of hours, I will be back at peace. So talk about the Miami trip. Yeah, it was an experience. Um, I absolutely love Miami. Um, so I, I that was my second time being there. Okay. And I was at a, I was at a time of my place where you know I I was separating for from a very long relationship and yeah. um kind of in the midst of trying to find who I am and one of the biggest steps for me was like I have to feel comfortable with my own company you mm-hmm. know and I'm I'm one to like take on challenges like and do bold stuff like I even went skydiving yeah. once. Oh wow. <laughs> it was epic, epic. You gotta I try ain't with, it. I, ain't with that. I, ain't, I do a lot of stuff, but I don't know about that. I ain't Ooh, it was <laughs> it was crazy. But so I think the the solo trip really allowed me to feel comfortable with myself. And I love nature. I love ocean. I love water. I mean we have lakes here in Minnesota, but <laughs> so like anytime Same. I can get by like you know, beautiful water. Like I just love nature. Um, And so it was just a a fun time to kind of detox away from work even and spend time with myself and have some of that me time and mindfulness and 
I even did like yoga on the beach um, in the morning once and just a good way to kind of reset um, and regain some of that peace that, you know, I was, I was missing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, cause you know, some people are like, so anti-solo trips. Um, I'm <laughs> are you an only child? No, I have three okay. sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, I'm asking cause I'm an only child and I do a lot of stuff solo and people just never can understand it, but it's like, I've been doing it for, <laughs> you know, for so long it kind of become a habit, but no, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Like, like, the the i think for me you know uh the 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 environment you're around like really can shape like how you feel how you think just all those different type of things so like you just said you know doing yoga on the beach you know compared to maybe doing in minnesota was like a totally different um you know experience for you but that's what's Mm -hmm. up like i love miami like i really love miami it's it's a dope place and there's just a lot a lot of like cool people that i even met and talked to from like yeah new york and a lot of other places so mm-hmm. a great way to kind of connect with people too yeah yeah so you know sticking on miami um what we talked about earlier you know just want to kind of transition to the modeling um career i noticed in your bio you say you know you use that to kind of balance out the corporate life and that mm-hmm. spoke to me because corporate man just trust me this week was crazy so it's like you got to find something to do it but um let's talk about the modeling experience you know how you got into that and they say you were signed with some agencies as well um just kind of mm-hmm. tap into that yes So I started modeling in 2015, I guess, officially, like where I was like taking it serious. It was always an interest of mine growing up. Um, And I think that I got approached a few times, like I worked at the Mall of America. So there's so many types of people that are at that mall. And I, when I was at a a manager at the time at Hollister, a guy was checking out an older gentleman and he was like, Hey, like, have you thought about modeling I was like oh you know interested and then he gave me his business card and so we had a meeting where we just taking some pictures some TFP um, type of shoots and then he was like okay he's like these are my recommendations and everything and so that's kind of how it it like officially started where I was like taking it serious and I was like working out six times a week and (laughs) I was much much skinnier than I am now. (laughs) Yeah. And like healthier. And I would say that's even when my like wellness journey really began. And I started to take my health seriously. But anyways, so like about a couple years later, I applied to agencies and then I'm signed with three here in the Twin Cities. Um, And from there, it's just kind of like a ripple effect. Like I got really cool gigs and met really cool people. Then you just start to kind of attract, you know, those different opportunities. And um it's something that I don't think I could let go just because yeah. like, yes, I have this professional side and I feel like we all do. And then I have this like creative outlet where like, if I just, and I've tried it where I've only focused on <laughs> like corporate work and I'm like, no, I need, I need to have an outlet. outlet. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm learning to embody wellness through modeling and mm-hmm. having a, a, a mix of like, representation of you know themes or how I carry myself through pictures and then tying that to meaningful um learning points of, of yeah. wellness that I can share yeah 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 okay that makes sense and that's what I want to say because you know like um you know everyone well some people say they're models some people make themselves models some people in other mm-hmm. different avenues but that's one thing I noticed about you was like it just looked professional it was clean it wasn't like all over the place it looked like it's okay it's like really doing like an actual modeling like it wasn't like just <laughs> oh I'm going to the studio you know taking a shoot 
But um, with these agencies, because I'm just, you know, some people who are listening who may be interested in modeling, acting, mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, you know, how are those partnerships? Like, you know, because I know there's different agencies you can join. Sometimes you got to pay. Sometimes you got to do this and that. But do you feel like with these agencies, you've been like receiving, um, you know, benefits? Has it been a great investment for you? Yeah, I think there's there's a couple different like ways you can go about modeling. Um, like you said, some people are more into lifestyle and <laughs> more into I don't know, like creative, um, yeah. but I feel like you end up doing pretty much everything. And okay. with the agencies, it's such a interesting thing because it's like, it comes in waves. So like you'll, you'll get auditions or castings or you'll get directly requested for um, different organizations and then you won't hear anything for like two months, <laughs> you know, so it, it really comes in waves, but it's, it's very lucrative and um but i just always recommend that if you want some consistency um with like money like find something that you're also passionate about on the side um because it, it can take a while to kind of just be stable just on modeling itself so you really gotta network you're gonna have to invest in yourself and maybe pay for some photo shoots or maybe travel to a gig um every now and then but like the best ways to, like you said earlier, networking is, is the biggest thing because I learned that, yes, you can be beautiful, a beautiful person, but who are you inside? And that's going to yeah. allow you to attract a lot of opportunities. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, that's, that's what the podcast is about, just talking about networking and, you know, building those relationships and things. So, you know, through, through all that of, uh, you know, balancing corporate, your passion for modeling, um, doing those different type of things, well-being and diversity, outside of the well-being and diversity, you know, activities and things that you embody, what else, you know, keeps you afloat? Like, is it family? Is it faith? Is it, you know, what, what yeah. keeps you afloat? I would definitely say my family and my friends. I have a pretty small circle when it comes to my friends, but I've really learned and I've been learning about this with myself, how important social connection is for me. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that like five years ago, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, but I've really been understanding the importance of like genuine relationships and like, how does that actually like empower you and yeah. how do you lean into that person and how um, do they lean onto you and just, understanding this importance of like partnerships like with your yeah. friends and yeah. it, it's such a beautiful thing to really like be selfless to and serve your family and your friendship oh. so I, I would say that's one big thing and obviously god like i i think that i've been gaining a stronger relationship with him over the past couple of years and understanding yeah. like what my calling is and why i'm even doing doing this well-being work and everything um but you know one of the the main values that I have is helping people. Like it's so simple. Like I just yes. want to help people yeah. um, through my work and obviously through my nine to five, I do that a lot too. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I can relate to that a lot. Um, Cause you said, you know, just helping people always been in value relationships. I know I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a people person. Right. But I also have a sad one. I don't want to be bothered at all. Yeah. But COVID has showed me like the importance of like, because, you know, we got stuck in the house, you living alone, mm -hmm. living out of state alone. I'm like, oh, my God. So I definitely, you know, uh, value that a, a lot more. Not saying I did it before, but just knowing the importance of that. 
But, um, you know, with those friendships um, that you have, with those different relationships, um, you know, family and whatnot, would you say, like, in your circle, do you think, like, you're the one that people are always leaning on? Or do you think it's kind of balanced yeah. out? Because I, I'm asking that because I know a lot of people, you know, in your position, entrepreneur, um, influencer, those type of things, people are always calling on you. And you may not sometimes have people to call on. So do you feel like in your circle, you know, you can balance that with your friendships? Yeah, I think it's becoming more balanced. I would okay. say, it, I mean, within my family, you know, I'm one of the first to do pretty much everything now. And yeah. so I used to feel like a ton of pressure of, oh, I got to do this. I got to teach this. And I've kind of accepted that that's my role. <laughs> so yeah. I don't have yeah. that much stress. And then um, just saying like, I'm just going to show up the best that I can. But if I can't, do it all that's okay just give yourself some grace Mm -hmm. um but I would say like my friendships it's more of a balance like I think that being a person that's pretty independent and pretty you know just had to accomplish a lot of these milestones you know myself and figure it out um you can get so into your ways right like oh I don't need help I don't you know and obviously like you know, people always talk about this strong black woman concept, like it's, it's real. But I feel like over the past few years, I've learned to like, let go of that and accept help and ask for help and say like, oh, it, that is okay. Like, I don't need to do it all because I'm not God. I'm, I don't, I'm not perfect. And I have flaws too. And just embracing and accepting those has allowed me to kind of relax (laughs) a little bit and accept Mm -hmm. the help and so I think since I've been doing that I've been able to kind of find better balance Mm -hmm. between my family and friends and we're able to just pour in each other uh, way way more stronger than before that's good yeah that's good because I mean I I feel the same you know you sometimes bury yourself out um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a pride thing and then I mean sometimes even myself sometimes you know with the podcast like I try to do everything alone because I want it this way or I want to trust my judgment but I've opened up more like you know, let me see what other people you know uh, their opinion can be or how they can help out or you look in your contacts and it's like oh this guy actually does video this guy edits audio I got the contacts I'm just trying to run around and do everything on my own mm-hmm. um, yeah so um, with the family, with the friends, is making me think because I don't know too much about it. I don't. I mean, I know I don't have any many listeners, but you know, tell us about Minnesota a little bit. Like, what what is it like out there? You know, because I, you know, I'm from DC, live in Florida, so that's where most of my listeners from. But even in college, you know, they're all over the, the country. But I don't have too many contacts there. I have one friend in <laughs> the law, uh, law school there, Leslie. I want to say mm-hmm. she's still out there, uh, Leslie Redmond. She's doing doing a lot of stuff oh. in the community. But um, yeah, tell us a little bit about Minnesota. Just people that don't know anything about it besides the Vikings. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like black people are like, what? <laughs> what is, it's so funny that you mentioned that because the very first time that I went to Atlanta um, in 2019, actually, um, the person, I don't, the worker, like when we landed, he was like, oh, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, we were from Minnesota. He's like, Minnesota like <laughs> what what it's like there's there's black people out there I'm like yeah there's, right. there's a few of us but you know Minnesota I I really like it here um I really have no complaints I've been born and raised here I would say the thing that sucks the most are the winters like uh, the snow is pretty yeah. but it gets yeah. so cold <laughs> from yeah. especially from like January to March and we might get a snowstorm april 
yeah. or Maine. <laughs> like it, it yeah. can get pretty real. But outside of that, I would say it's a really good economy, like um, a, a perfect place to like raise families. And I would say like the black community, it, you know, it's kind of evolving. Like we're getting more diverse here and there's okay. some opportunities and some established black businesses um, that are kind of coming up. Um, and yeah, I don't know. There's, it's pretty, it can be pretty siloed here where people are just kind of yeah. doing their own things because the community is not as um, big here. But once you kind of find, you know, your people just like any other place, Anywhere, um, right? yeah, you're able to kind of get involved in everything. But overall, it's, it's a good place. It's just, if you want to hit certain <laughs> things in your career you probably got to move around because because okay. the networking is is stronger i feel like um in a lot of other places but good place yeah, yeah they um target headquarters out there right like the yeah the target headquarters obviously we have like the mall of america which is um pretty well known um what else is here lake minnetonka i i don't know like a lot of there's a couple of um big people that live around Lake Minnetonka, like the person that owns like Excel Energy, that couple, okay. like the people that we pay our electricity bill. Yeah, they they're, they're here, okay. <laughs> which is pretty dope. So yeah, yeah. and obviously Prince, yeah, huge. Right. Yeah, right, right. yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Prince is big here. And we, um, I think one cool thing about Minnesota too is our basketball culture. Um, especially high school. So I went to Hopkins High School okay. and there's a lot of um, pro athletes that are okay. from Hopkins and um, even some other schools like De La Salle. We have some great athletes that, uh, that have made it, which is awesome. Okay. No, no, that's what's up. Um, you know, talking about Minnesota and what we talked about last week, um, when I was in college, um, it's a guy by the name of Kenny Burns. He's from D.C., real big guy in the music industry. But I remember being in college, and he will always post these quotes. And he posted something one day just saying that the world is bigger than your block. And it was a simple mm-hmm. post, but it spoke to me, and it's something I still carry with me to, to today. So, um, you know, talking about, you know, you in the process of relocating, um, you know, mm-hmm. let, let's get into that. You know, like, what's your fear? What's the reason? Um, how are you feeling? And the reason why I'm asking this, because I know for a fact, there's a lot of people, a lot of my friends or people I talk to online, they want to relocate. They want to leave home and it's not easy to leave home or it's not easy to leave what you're you know, used to your norm. So the question I have for you is, you know, leaving Minnesota, going to Atlanta. What does that, what, what, what's your, what do you think right now? What are you feeling? Like, how was that whole experience? Oh man, I'm feeling all sorts of ways. I'm like excited and scared and nervous all at the same time. Yeah. Like no one has done it in my family. So I think the biggest thing for me is it's where I'm called to. Um, yeah. I think God wants me to be there for a reason. And I think that ever since I started in this diversity position and have been really intentional about learning like who I am and my culture, like I'm like, I just want to be sub merged in to my people you know i i want to learn more through firsthand experience what it's like to be a part of a black culture and around that and like i said in 2019 when i first went there i was in culture shock i'm like i have never been around (laughs) that many you know african-american people political power yes 
It, and it felt so empowering. I felt so comfortable. Yeah. And growing up in Minnesota, like, I'm going to be real. You, you're probably going to be around a lot of, you know, I went to all white schools, you know, yeah. so sometimes the way in which you see beauty, the way in which you feel like you should carry yourself, or even like accepting like black body, like how we have more curves that can right. feel very isolating or very like, you can feel self-conscious because all you see are people that are white around you. You feel like, you know, growing up in those primary years from, you know, when you're little to when you get older, um, you feel like that's the way that is beauty, you know, yeah. until you kind of step back and like, oh no, like black people, it, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, um, yeah. And, and we're beautiful and everything like that. And obviously depending on what was instilled in your home, like just, the way that you carry yourself that it's just there's so many the dominant culture is white here so yeah. it's hard to kind of to do that it was right. hard for me to accept you know my blackness until I got um you know a little bit older in age I'm yeah. saying that like I'm like 40 <laughs> but still young but um I would say that's that was that was one of the main reasons why I'm leaving and then also to I think in order for me to get to that next phase that God wants me, he's moving me for a purpose, like with yeah. well-being, with DEI, maybe even with modeling, you know, and just having like some of those networks that can help me um, get to that next place. So those are a yeah. couple of reasons. And plus it's like a bucket list item. Like I want to move out from Minnesota one day. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and I think right now is like the perfect time. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm happy to hear, you know, proud. Um, and I, and I even think I know it's gonna work out for you. You know, I've learned, um, you know, just being uncomfortable, taking those risks, you know, doing the most fearful things. That's when you get the best results. I mean, you get the best results ever. Like, um, you know, for myself, because like everyone's like, oh, you know, DC is this, or you know, uh, you should go back to DC. I'm like, nah, like I like it down here. I like really have to depend on myself and like not having that safety net right there, you know, just making things happen. So um, that, that's glad. I'm glad to hear that. And like, I think you would love Atlanta. Like I said, um, a lot of my friends from school moved down there. Um, it's a young black professional city. Um, I think for corporate and for, you know, the modeling, I think everything, like it makes perfect sense you know, for you to go there. So thinking about your networking and leaving Minnesota and, you know, going to Atlanta, because one thing I did want to ask, are you involved in some of those, um, like those black groups, you know, in Minnesota, I know like maybe a, a um, national black NBA, or urban league, mm -hmm. um, anything like that, because I know a lot of those chapters, you know, they're in Atlanta, Minnesota, it might be a way for you to connect. Do you have any of those affiliations? It's crazy because when I was listening to your podcast episode with mm -hmm. Chanel, oh, yeah. that was the first time I've ever heard of it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so dope. So yeah. that is that, one of my yeah, goals. They have to have a chapter there, right? I don't know. That okay. that's sure a great kinda, question. They're in a lot of big cities. Or I'm sure they probably have one out there for sure. But okay. Yeah, and so like I'm trying to do a better job at like just you know getting out there more and connecting and being a part of different yeah. groups. And that's kind of like one of my next, I guess, like duties or tasks or whatever. Like in my career, it's just like branching out and getting involved in some of those different groups. Um, but yeah, I I want to join that one, the in the national yeah. that one. <laughs> um, yeah, national. Yeah, it's a bit there because um, it's a chapter. The conference is actually in Atlanta this year, um, mm. September. 20th, oh yes, October. I saw that. 
I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Muncie. I'm going myself because I haven't been to Atlanta in a while um, since college. And last time I was there, it was just like a, I had some family stuff going on, so I couldn't really enjoy it. But, um, yeah, that that's a great organization to join. Like, I know a lot of my mentors, all the people that are all involved with that. So mm-hmm. that would be dope. Um, so, you know, uh, going to Atlanta, leaving Minnesota, um, what what is your – and I know, you know, you talk a lot about, you know, calling, things falling in line, um, God's timing, not your timing, which I definitely firmly believe in. But, you know, I'm sure what I'm getting from you, um, you have, like, in your ideas of, like, hey, this is my five-year plan, or, hey, this is where I want to be in 10 years, or those type of things. Um, are there some, you know, milestones or some things that you're working on, like, long-term? Like, it's like, hey, I'm modeling and I love it, but one day I want to own my own agency or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I softly launched my business called Healthy You. And it's really going to be about providing wellness services and consulting. Um, So I really hope to work on that and just continue to be more intentional on that because I I feel like I wasn't in the I knew that's what I wanted to do, but I felt like I wasn't ready to kind of like execute anything. So that's why I was like, I softly (laughs) launched because I didn't have anything. I didn't have any services yet. So, you know, while currently I'm getting certified to be a wellness coach and everything, and obviously like I have a lot of experience through my nine to five of helping employees and creating programs and DEI and all of that stuff. And so it's kind of coming full circle, which is a beautiful thing to see. And yeah, I I think over the five, the next five years, I'm hoping to kind of help, you know, other people through, through that business and even, you know, partnering up with corporations, modeling agencies, providing different wellness services. And um, yeah, that's, that's how it looks, you know, got to probably catch up or check in (laughs) next year and see how that's going. But I know that with intention, it'll, it'll work out. Yeah. But, and, um, I'm I'm glad to hear that because it's something you said. That's what I've been noticing through this conversation. I love it because I think sometimes people can't do it or want to do it is that I just love how your personal interests and your professional with your career, like you're merging it together. Because it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like where well, you can make work not feel like work. It's like everyone's talking about diversity, well-being in the corporate space. You're talking about it in the personal space. And like, I'm happy. I'm happy to follow what your next journey is, because I think Atlanta is going to just take all of this stuff out of there because I've learned location is more important than anything. Um, mm-hmm. I look at, you know, my experience I had at college at Delaware State. It was an amazing experience, but we were in a small town, Dover. You know, so I can only imagine if we were in like a major city, you know, what we could have done. But um that's what's up like that's what's up for sure i definitely look forward to it and um you know checking in the same thing going on but like trust me i get it you'll have a plan like you said soft launch because i had a plan i thought the skincare thing was gonna be boom and i thought i was gonna be on my pharrell thing and all that <laughs> i stopped back i'm like hold up i'm like we gotta plan this out do some more research you know money everything so i get it for sure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one thing I ask a lot of the, not a lot, but all of the guests when they come on here, you know, dreams by any means. Um, what I say at the end of every episode um, is hustle plus faith equals success. But I ask the guests, you know, what is an any means moment? And what an any means moment is pretty much like, you know, a moment that you felt like defined you or a moment that you felt like, hey, I was trying to get this task done. It was so impossible and I got it done. It could be work related. It could be personal. It could be making this move from uh, Minnesota to Atlanta, you know, what's your any means moment um, that you would like to share with people? You just said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think the move is probably one of the 
biggest, craziest things that I'm doing. Um, yeah. I've done a lot of daring stuff. Um, <laughs> but this one, I'm like, woof, girl, yeah. like you really going out on some faith. <laughs> and no family, right? No family there. I do know a few people that have moved from Minnesota to there, which is kind of nice. I got, you know, um, some couple of connections, but no family. Um, I just think that, you know, it, it's going to be epic and I'm excited and I yeah. love the area. So yeah. that, that is my dreams by any means. Okay. <laughs> Move. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm excited for you. Like I said, um, think about one of my close friends, Anita Foster. Um, she's down in Atlanta. She's from DC. She's been there for years. Um, really active in the political scene, um, corporate as well. So I definitely want to connect you all. Um, and there's a couple other people that I went to school with uh, and I think would be good for you to connect with. But like you said, it's that type of environment there where it's black, it's professional. Hey, what do you got going on? What are you doing? A lot of entrepreneurs. So, yeah, I think I think it'll be great. I think it's the perfect move for you. Um, you know, everything you said you got going on. So I'm excited to see that. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So, yeah, um, I definitely thank you for coming on here today. Um, you know, like I tell every guest, always welcome to come back. Um, as you mentioned before, like hopefully next time we do it in person, um, you know, whatever the case is. But always welcome to come back on the show, um, you know, to share things that you have going on. Um, the, the, the main thing with this podcast is even like now us connecting. Like I just keep saying it because people are like, you know, Ed, how do you meet so many people? How do you connect with people? And I'm telling them, like, I'm like, sometimes I just reach out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know if, if this person is going to benefit me or they may benefit somebody in my circle. I may benefit them, whatever. Like you said earlier, I'm the same way. I just like to help people, you know, and I feel like that's part of my calling. And even when I'm not trying to connect with people, I swear, like, I was telling my mom, I said, mom, people just be talking. And, like, I be out trying to mind my business. <laughs> and if they start talking, some people, my friends, I mean, I'm going to talk. But it's like, I'm not sometimes going to initiate it, but I'm going to talk. But I'm a firm believer that, you know, God sets you up in certain places, put you around certain people for a reason. And like, I always believe that wherever you go, the energy you dish out is the energy that you want to track. So mm -hmm. uh, happy that we connected. And um, yeah, definitely, like I said, look forward to uh, seeing everything that you have going on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. And oh. yeah, keep up the great work. I think you're doing amazing at, you know, making sure that people have a voice and a platform to share it works so thank you for helping us i <laughs> know no, absolutely for sure so um i appreciate it um you know i'll be in touch um once we get all this published and everything and um just thank you like i said thanks so much for coming on the show but um good luck in the a i look forward to <laughs> doing amazing things down there and um any way that i can support you and the brand and the business is definitely let me know awesome thank you so much ed okay take care bye all right Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.